Hello, and welcome to Media MD, your fortnightly Doof Network dose of media that you have somehow missed. I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And we are back to talk about Tearzoo. Um, so we talked about this last fortnight, uh, and we would normally start with a little plot summary of the thing that we're talking about, but obviously yes. Tearzoo is a YouTube series, so the plot is a guy uploads YouTube videos. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I so- mean, well, there's a plot. The plot is real life like it's the plot yeah. of the universe well no it's not that doesn't really make <laughs> sense but sure um Tiazu is a youtube channel where a guy whose name i think is Tiazu um uploads videos talking about animals as though they were playable races or classes in a video game um specifically the kind of conceit of the show is that he will talk about kind of the stats and abilities that animals have decided to spend their evolution points, which is a, a, you know, mystical currency that all animals spend, I guess. Um, (laughs) How how they've chosen to spend their evolution points and what perks this has given them um, and how it affects their ability to play in the real world, basically. I mean, essentially, it's it's like a Planet Earth-esque documentary type thing hidden behind a layer of game references to to keep it interesting yeah um definitely um now there's a fair amount of videos he's been doing this for a few years uploading a video maybe every fortnight or you know maybe once a month at at the slowest um for about what two years two or three years um so there's you know there's a solid amount of videos and i watched them all um and it was really fun (laughs) Um, this is a weird one to talk about because it's so different to the kind of stuff we would normally talk about, but I really, really enjoyed this YouTube channel, Elliot, and I must, I was a solid subscribe, like two or three videos in. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I was the same. I, I think I sort of mentioned in the prescription, I, I only discovered it fairly recently as well, and it was a, I just instantly fell in love with it. I think it was somebody in the doof uh discord who actually pointed it out to me mm. um i forget who so sorry to that person um but yeah i pretty much instantly subscribed and then i brought it two weeks ago because i was like i don't know what we can say about this but it's really fun and people should check it yeah, out that's enough of a reason honestly this show exists to tell people about cool new things um so yeah describing it as a kind of a a lesson in zoology hidden behind a layer of mostly overwatch or super smash brothers memes um <laughs> it's 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 on point and and it's quite entertaining for me who is a huge fucking stupid animal lover but also a video game idiot um it it just got got to me you know um actually honestly the thing that i liked the least was probably the sense of humor i just really liked the style of like animal anal- analyzing that that was exemplified in this video i found it very interesting um specifically he talks about things like you i mean you would frame them in video game terminology like matchups between different animals but really what it means is the interactions between animals in in their ecosystems and how they kind of fare against each other and what the relationship between animals is and it's mm. so fascinating right yeah, because I mean, I I just I just love that stuff. I mean, actually, in in the past month since I discovered this show, I've actually signed up for uh, Curiosity Stream, which I'm, mm. I'm sure you've seen him uh, mention in a bunch of his, which is basically just like a, a documentary um, streaming service that's it's quite cheap and 
because I, I i just love this sort of stuff and, and there's something really entertaining about the framing device that, that this series tierzo uses yeah this is interesting because i've had a similar experience where this is really kind of i mean, no, i've always loved animals one of my favorite things is going to zoos in different cities and checking out all the different kinds of animals and stuff um Taronga Zoo, best zoo, changed my view. But, uh, you know, as I've been watching the show... Wait, it's have kind you of... been to Dubbo? Uh, no, <laughs> I think you should okay. know I haven't, Elliot. <laughs> um, anyway, um, th- this series really did kind of reinvigorate my my love of animals to the extent that I've signed up for this app that's like Pokemon Go, but where you track observations of real-life animals and plants. It's basically taken up my entire life recently. Um, side note. If anyone wants to check it out, it's called iNaturalist. Hit me up. I'll totally follow your observations. We can, uh, you know, become co-followers. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's, it is such a... And I think this is one of the best things about it. It's such an approachable way to really show the kind of insane majesty that is the animal kingdom. Um, and I love it for that, you know? It's great. I also... I think one of the reasons the show really works is something that, like, I, I keep coming back to is the variety like like yeah. uh, the sort of the concept of the tier lists was really the foundation of the series yeah but um he hasn't uh, he hasn't been afraid to branch out and do lots of other things so there are videos looking at one specific animal comparing like one set like like comparing like dogs uh versus cats like, like yeah. yeah there's there's all sorts of very different types of videos and it's all really interesting really educational all still to do with nature but you know, just changes it up in a really fun way. Yeah, um, I especially love when he will track kind of the evolutionary history of a species or something like that as a as a point to kind of tell you more about how it's emerged to be how it is today. Um, mm. I would say about a third of his videos are tier lists or videos taking place. Maybe not a third, that might be too high, but um, videos that focus on animals from a time period that isn't now, you know, um, a lot of dinosaur stuff, obviously, because dinosaurs are pretty inherently fascinating, but also just, like, time periods that I've forgotten and probably wouldn't be able to pronounce, and the weird kinds of um, animals that existed then. Um, and it's it's all it's all interesting in different ways. Yeah, well, I mean, like, for me, I, those are my favourite types of videos, because that's the stuff I grew up on. Like, uh, I, think, I think you specifically mentioned in the advertisements at the end of some of the videos that, like, Walking with Dinosaurs is his favourite documentary of all yeah. time. And that was one of the moments for me where I was like, yeah, okay, I love, I love this show because like, that, that's the same. Like, he was just yeah. speaking uh, my language there. And, and I think like, that does come through in the focus on extinct animals. Um, yeah, especially know, and, and, like, dinosaurs. He does seem to be a big dinosaur fan, which is fine. I mean, I'm not a huge dino fan, but I can appreciate a, a good dino. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I watched one fairly recently, actually, uh, that was on like the, the Cambrian expansion. Mm. Um, and, well, you know, I think it's actually called the Cambrian Explosion, and he calls it the Cambrian Expansion. Uh, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting real life and and the joke of this thing confused. Yeah, uh, yeah, like that. That was just really fun as well. Like, uh, you know, just another way of viewing this this really ancient sort of time in Earth's history. Yeah, um, I kind of want to just talk about some of the really fun things that I've learned. I won't do that because I think that that's just us <laughs> recapping YouTube videos, which you should just go watch the videos if you want that. But there are some really interesting things in there. They're not that um, long. They're all, they're all like five to ten minutes for the yeah, most they're, part. Yeah, they're quite easily digestible in different sessions. And I didn't kind of binge this. I wouldn't call that how I watched it. But I would I would kind of sit down and be like, 
I'll watch a video or two and I'd watch it and then I'd go off and do something else. And before I knew it, I'd watched all the videos because there's only like 60 <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, there's some, yeah, there's some really good ones in there. Um, I really liked the raptor tier list video, which is talking about, uh, like birds of prey, um, which I think are very fascinating as a type of animal, uh, because they're so specialized to their task. Um, there yeah. was a video on the, uh, the April Fool's cryptid tier list. Um, so that was fun. That was yeah. fun. Uh, talking about where, <laughs> talking about cryptids as though they were real and where they would fit into their various ecosystems was uh, very exciting. Um, I, I learned a lot in that one about like the the potential origins of a lot of these myths as well. Yeah, it, uh, it, like there was the jackalope, like the little rabbit with horns, is actually probably just a rabbit that's been infected with this fungus. I was yes. like, wow, that's cool. Yeah, it it kind of gave me uh, not to mix our shows up here, but it definitely gave me a bit of uh, Deep Impact Monster Corner uh, vibes, <laughs> <laughs> kind of scratching that same itch of it's actually really fun to learn about the history of how myths came about. Mm, um. Mm. One that I also really liked was a video called Earth's Next Balance Patch, which was talking about what the implications of global warming would be on different ecosystems, framed through a lens of, okay, the global warming update is coming up, and it means that some animals are going to get weaker while others get stronger, which was kind of a horrifying um, way to yeah. frame that, but uh, <laughs> it, it did lead to an interesting video once you put aside your kind of ethical qualms with the, the casualness that this had to be treated with because of the format of the show um yeah 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 uh I, I will kind of say i think there are some times where the the kind of jokes or memes of the video do get a bit in the way of the knowledge of the video and i don't know if i if this is a fair criticism because it is what keeps it different and entertaining but um maybe I, i'll give an example which is there's a video called the time the earth glitched which is about when um there was a time in earth's history i hadn't heard of this but it seems cool um where there was basically a high amount of vegetation that led to really high levels of oxygen, uh, which led to all kinds of weird side effects for the the kind of climate of the earth um, and the animals that lived in it, right? Um, yeah. Which is an interesting topic for a video, and I found the video very interesting, but there are a few points where th he would say things like, uh, you know, he's explaining why vegetation suddenly boomed, and his answer was, oh, the devs made a mistake in, in tweaking a number, which is, you know, it's a, it's a solid joke, but it kind of leaves you a bit empty in terms of actually wanting to understand more about the history behind how this happened and, and some of this stuff. Um, I don't know, that didn't happen that much, but there were a few times where I was kind of like, no, 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 put aside the joke, I actually want to know what the answer to that question was. <laughs> Which usually just meant, oh, i got to go Google it. But um, he does kind of distill what can be quite dry information into something really easy to, to understand. Uh, and, you know, I kind of missed that when... when there was a point that he wasn't kind of interested in talking about. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. There are points where I definitely wish he would like nerd out harder, which is a weird yeah. thing to say about a zoology crossed with gamer culture, yeah. um, like YouTube series. But uh, it, yeah, like I wish sometimes he would have leaned harder into the the naturalism stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, but that might just be us being like super nerds. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think one of the strengths of this is it just makes you excited to learn more about animals, right? Like, mm. genuinely, mm. It, it, I, someone who already kind of likes learning about animals, was excited to dive into it even more. Um, and I see this as a great way to kind of make that approachable for people who are not necessarily, uh, would see themselves as, like, animal lovers. Uh, but, you know, this, this series does point out there are so many interesting 
historical and and biological things to think about in terms of the natural world of animals, in terms of zoology, that it's like, it really is quite engaging to just have someone nudge that door open for you. And I think that's why this show is, is so great. Um, yeah, it's it's so it's so approachable for a lot of people who may not be as inclined to look into this sort of stuff themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, um and, and I think the the shorter format of the videos is a huge part of that as well, obviously, because like I'm a huge fan of things like Planet Earth and stuff, but I, I don't see as many as I'd like because I'm not always I'm not always looking to sit down for an hour to watch that sort of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Whereas, uh, you know, it's it's very easy to find five minutes to learn about birds. Yeah, or you get you you know that he'll drop a fact like oh he likes talking about the uh, the camouflage of of octopus and cephalopods a lot, which is a <laughs> rabbit hole to dive down. Or he'll drop a fact about a dinosaur that you know was able to had kind of um uh had developed like the ability to hold things, and he says something like oh and maybe if they had evolved more they would be the dominant species like humans are today. Um, and you're just kind of like, wait, wait, now I need to dive down a rabbit hole and find out more about this specific type <laughs> of animal. And it, it's great for, he sums up a point in a line or two or a, a joke line or two that makes you think, oh shit, that's really interesting and I need to learn more about it, um, which is great. Mm. Um, so I want to jump into another criticism, which is a bit of a weird one, honestly, and I, I don't know how valid it is, but I really don't like the style of his ads that he does. Um, I have no problem with, uh, with, you know, sponsored content, hashtag sponsored content. Uh, but the way that the ads work in these videos is he'll kind of, he'll kind of make a point and then he'll kind of segue off that point into talking about videos. So he'll say something like, oh, and birds needed to learn how to use their claws to do this. And if you need to learn something, you know, why don't you check out whatever curiosity stream, right? Um, Mm. which is fine, but it leads to this weird feeling of the videos they don't really have a solid ending. They just kind of peter out and then transition into an ad in a way that I felt made the endings of these videos kind of unsatisfying. Like, I kind of would like the format more if there was a bit of a, like, round it out at the end, go over the tier list, do a little goodbye, and then, I don't know, transition into an ad rather than having it be so smooth that it, it kind of comes out of nowhere and it's fine, but it just leads to... I don't know, feeling a little hollow at the end of each video because there's no kind of solid ending point to take it home. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting because I, I do agree there's not usually a sense of conclusion uh, at the end of the videos. But on the other hand, I really like this as a as a clean way to segue into ads because mm. um, it, it feels more natural and, and then you do sort of actually feel the interest. Like, you can tell that this guy only does ads for things he's somewhat interested in himself. Yeah, especially um, in recent videos where he will basically say, hey, a lot of the clips that I took are from this documentary, which you can find right here, and here's a link to get a discount on it. Like, yeah. that's a very nice uh, a very nice integrated funnel for, for doing an ad. <laughs> um, that is like, yeah. it's a very, like, it's very appealing. Like, it makes a lot of sense, and he clearly cares about this stuff a lot, um, which makes it work yeah. so well. I mean, like, I'm just, I'm just sort of comparing in my head because, like, whenever I see these ads, I'm like, yeah, like, I, for me, this is the way to do advertisements. But you're right, it in teaser, it does sort of seem to come at the cost of a sense of conclusion. Whereas, um, Alt Shift X is another YouTube series I've watched, and uh, that guy sort of does the same sort of thing where he'll segue straight from talking about Game of Thrones to whatever plug he's doing. 
like um for instance he's often sponsored by audible so he'll be talking about game of thrones and then he'll sort of say oh you know and if you're sad that the show's over head on over to audible and and blah blah, blah. but he's, he does do that after a bit of a conclusion yeah so he, sort of the best of both worlds i think in that situation yeah uh, yeah i i don't know this feels like a weird criticism by me but it did i did i do think it impacted my enjoyment of the videos because i really love the videos as they're going and then you sit up basically you kind of are left with with not having a solid conclusion you're just kind of like oh okay i don't like it doesn't put it into a box in your mind it's it's weird it's weird yeah i I mean i do sort of get the sense from a lot of these videos that they're just sort of information dumps on a topic there isn't really a cohesive message or or takeaway or something and so i think that's maybe part of it is you know it's just sort of throwing all the information at you and then it's like okay and wait that's the end of the information so here's an ad yeah 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 i don't know i i don't want to I really did like this series a lot. I, I don't think this criticism is worth the amount of um, the amount of uh, airtime that it's got. I guess, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, there's not that much to say about it, honestly. Without just kind of recapping each of the videos, because they are all are very interesting. Um, it was very few that I actually didn't find myself quite engaged with. Probably the ones I was least engaged with were, were the dinosaur ones, but even those were quite interesting, right? Um, yeah. And it's weird because I know I have to give this a, a score, but it's it's kind of hard to compare this to something like one of my favorite recommendations from the show, which is The Good Wife, which is a show that I absolutely love. But that's, you know, it's a drama and you watch it and you follow a plot <laughs> where this isn't well, that. Ruben, Ruben, don't try to start poking holes in our out of 10 system yeah no 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 like... sorry review scores are a flawless system and everyone knows that um i don't know like the amount of enjoyment i got from this relative to the format that it is it's very high and so i'm going to give it a high score and i'm going to give it a i think a nine like i really really enjoyed this series just because it sparked so much love of animals and like i would be messaging my girlfriend just random facts about animals that i had seen <laughs> and it's just so fun it's just so much fun so would she give the series like a terrible score yeah she'd give it annoyed? a <laughs> no these were fun facts I, I mean i think they were fun facts i don't know um so yeah a nine out of ten yeah, yeah. why not um great cool. it's a great it's a great thing and it's so easy to get into like obviously it's going to be linked in the show notes down below so go and check out a video i'll probably link one or two of my favorites um go and check them out and uh, have have a good time yeah it's a it's a fun series um speaking of fun series uh i'm going to bring you something this fortnite elliot uh it's yeah. a series a netflix tv show called dairy girls um dairy as in Derry, the the second largest city in Ireland, Derry. Okay. So, so I mean, I'm I'm sure you can imagine what it's about. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> here's the pitch for this show. I think um, it's you know the Inbetweeners. Yes, I, I'm familiar. I, yeah. I love the Inbetweeners. It's I saw some the other day. I hadn't seen it for years, and it came on, and I'd forgotten just just how much you want to curl up in a bowl and die every second that it's yeah. on. It's fantastic. It's interesting. So I remember being really into the Inbetweeners when I when it came out. And I would have been, what, like 6, 17, 18 maybe when it came out? I'm not quite sure. But um, yeah. it was from a while ago. And I remember they did some movies as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. And the sigh in your voice tells me that you had the same experience where <laughs> I really liked the Inbetweeners when it came out. But I was a, a teenage boy 
And it, that was a show that very much, I think, is only funny to teenage boys. Because <laughs> um, I had gone back, I'd watched the movie, and, I and you know, it was fine. The first movie was fine, and the second movie was absolutely terrible. And I went back and I watched some more of The Inbetweeners, and I was like, hmm, this show just doesn't, like, it's just not that great, <laughs> objectively. Um, so... This leads us to Dairy Girls, because Dairy Girls, to me, is what the in-betweeners would be like if it was, like, good, like, really good, like, <laughs> actually, like, really, really good. Um, so, it, Dairy Girls is a show about four, um, four like, teenaged girls in Derry during, set during the Troubles. Um, so, it's, well, four girls and one, <laughs> the cousin of one of the girls who is a boy from England who comes and is mercilessly bullied by all the girls in the girls' school that he is forced to attend. Um, and it's just a great show. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, 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 this isn't the kind of show that I would normally get into. Um, but my girlfriend again kind of recommended it to me and, and I just kind of fell in love with it. Like, it's a hilarious show. The The main characters are all so compelling. And it's it kind of gives me that feeling of what Inbetweeners gave me when I actually liked that show. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, this is actually really funny and a little bit rude sometimes, but just, like, genuinely compelling to watch these these four girls and one boy kind of struggle with growing up in in Ireland during the Troubles, but also they're facing, like, everyday high school problems. <laughs> yeah okay yeah um so it's a weird it's a weird show but it's very very funny and it gives me this very like i I wouldn't say it's a show that's like super full of heart but it's definitely one where you kind of you just kind of feel uh cozy while you're watching it i guess i would say it just kind of is a is a show that warms you up while you watch it even though objectively you know bad things that happen to these girls like they they <laughs> they always are kind of dealing with being quite awkward and terrible at navigating social situations which is where most of the um plots from the show come from um but yeah, yeah it's okay a, it's just a really fun show and it's on netflix so check it out there um it's got two seasons now. Basically, as soon as its first season finished, it was renewed for a second season because people loved it. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be more. Um, but yeah, it's just, man, just a fun all round of fun, <laughs> great show. I mean, I, I assume it's made in Britain. Yes, it's definitely got that kind of British sense of humor, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, okay. Or Irish sense of humor. I don't know, you know, whatever. Uh, UK mm. sense of humor. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it's not, it's, 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 I think it's a good, it's a good pick for this show because I don't think it's a, I actually don't think it's got that much, like, buzz outside of the kind of people who would normally watch it. And, like, it's genuinely just such a well-made show. Like, I found it so compelling that I just want to share the love of this show that I really feel like not enough people know about. So, Dairy Girls, go watch it and enjoy it. I, I hadn't heard of it and I'm just sort of Googling it now and I don't think I've ever come across you know, talk of this. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, it's it's um, a, it's made surprisingly little waves for a show that is very very well received. Like it's got a ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a pretty high IMDb rating. It's like actually genuinely a very well made show that just hasn't seemed to get any <laughs> attention. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm 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 not gonna lie. I'm pretty excited to check this out. My ex- expectations going in are, are pretty high. I'm yeah, excited. Good on you. Um. Yeah, so check it out and uh, enjoy, and uh, we'll be back in a fortnight to to talk about it, I suppose. Yeah. 
Um, that brings us to the end of our episode talking about Tearzoo. Uh, come back next fortnight. We'll be talking about Dairy Girls. But if you can't wait, that's okay. Uh, you can send us your thoughts on Dairy Girls immediately um, via email. Send us an email at MediaMDPodcast or... We have a new uh, voicemail system. If you go to MediaMDPodcast.com, is that our website? I've forgotten it now. Yes, Yeah, MediaMDPodcast.com. Uh, there's a little send voicemail button that you can click and send us your thoughts on the show via your voicemail. Yes, uh, and of course, the other place you can very often find us is on the Doof Media Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you want to get access to that and you don't already have it, head over to Patreon.com slash DoofMedia. Uh, the Discord is one of the $1 tier rewards for Patreoning Doof, and you yep. get a bunch of other cool rewards as well. Uh, it's all on that page, so, you know, go there and check it out. Yeah, um, do, to head to the Patreon, you can support all of the great shows on Doof Media. Um, our other show, Deep Impact, is also a Doof Media show, so check that out if you'd like. Or uh, my personal favorite Doof Media show, which is mm, What You Say, an OC discussion <laughs> podcast. Uh, and I have not been rewatching the OC, but I have been greatly enjoying their discussion of it. So don't don't feel like yeah. you need to know about the OC to go check it out, because I don't think you do. It's just a great time. No, I um I made the conscious effort uh, not to watch the show because I think Scott and Elisa's like bastardized summary of the episodes <laughs> is is more entertaining than the show could possibly be. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so to find all of the things we just talked about, including all the other shows on the Doof Media Network, you can head to doofmedia.com. Uh, so you can send us your thoughts, you can check out the Patreon, you can check out the other shows. Oh, and you can find all of the clues for the Media MD ARG. You can help us figure out just who is Dr. MD and why are his pigs so low tier. Elliot, why don't you tell the listeners this fortnight's clue? Plug. Plug. And we'll see you next fortnight.